0: Welcome to another round of Otaku Otakuioho, a podcast where we discuss psychological themes, relatable themes through anime. My name is Osuac Cardona, and I'm joined by John Ramos.
1: Hey, everyone.
0: I said John like in English this time, not in Spanish. Hope that's okay. That's,
1: that's okay.
0: It's fine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, man, so it's my turn to, yeah. to uh, pick a topic, and in the last episode... There was something about a conversation we were having that really made me think about death and afterlife, mm-hmm. and uh, something that uh, I think about when it comes to to like death and afterlife. Like I have my own beliefs, and I, I'm sure we'll get into that. But one of the one of the coolest uh, versions, or one of the versions that I think about the most, is how it's portrayed in Dragon Ball.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, uh, just to review. When people die in Dragon Ball, basically their souls go into the uh, um I think it's the it, it's called the afterworld. There's like an after There's a name for it. Uh, mm-hmm. I looked all of this up last week. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's like it's it's I'm gonna call it the afterworld. I'm not sure if that's exactly what it's called, but it's something like that, right? So everybody goes to this place. And then there are all these rules. There's like a checkpoint and someone is there deciding whether you go, you know, one way or another. And Mm -hmm. really, it's like another dimension in a way. Mm -hmm. And uh, people, when they die, just their souls go. But for some reason, because Goku is super powerful um, and, and like they need him, they allow him to keep his body or they give him another version, like another body. Mm-hmm. And and that's something that comes up with the Dragon Balls often, right? Like you die, and then you wish the person back to life. Or yeah. Basically, you're you're giving them a body for their soul to inhabit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so Goku always has his body, and like the first time that he dies in Dragon Ball Z, he goes on Snake Way, which is like this giant dragon walkway bridge marathon. Um, yeah, yeah, and he goes along this to to go to another place right where he can train and like the gods live up there in different areas and i don't know i always thought it was so cool we don't see like the bad version until later and it's funny like we see frieza there in one of the movies and he's like tied up in a tree Mm -hmm. surrounded by uh like cute animals that are all like marching around (laughs) him and it it kind of uh, i think it's this idea that hell is it's it's like it was designed specifically to torture him yeah so so that's his version of hell and for other people it would be slightly different and so that's just, that's just one representation one version of death and the afterlife and souls and what happens afterward and i don't know it's it's very different from the way i view it but mm-hmm. i I love seeing these different representations, and i I don't really know uh like what religions are most popular and most influential in Japan, and mm-hmm. what the belief systems are there. You mentioned something about uh polytheistic religions in a previous episode, yeah. and I really didn't look that up because i was I was mostly thinking about this this idea of a soul and and death and what happens after. And yeah. also, also when Dragon Ball, it's like, you know, at one point it doesn't matter if they die, you know, <laughs> because you can always bring people back with the Dragon Balls. That's um, like in Dragon Ball Super, there was a lot, there was more death than ever before, mm-hmm. like on a universal scale. Yeah. And still there was never, I was never concerned because I figured, eh, you know, things will, things will work out. Somebody bring will wish them back, them back. To life always always yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so that's 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 my intro into the topic of okay. the afterlife using anime uh as mm-hmm. as an example
1: i found that super interesting because when you first mentioned dragon ball as your example for the afterlife it got me really thinking that you know every time in dragon ball the afterlife is not that much of like a permanent home for those who are deceased. But it's more like a period of time when you're forced to be outside of your body to sort of learn from your mistakes. It's-
0: well, for Goku and his friends, it is. For everyone else, I don't think it is.
1: Yeah, for everyone else, it isn't. But for the main characters, it's it's sort of like that. You see, every time like Goku dies, he's always thinking of how he can get better. So whenever he comes back to life, he can you know, enact better change or something. Right? Well, uh,
0: I think basically he's he's always training to get stronger. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't think anyone is ever, like, keeping him around and giving him a body so that he can become a better person. Yeah. It's always, like, it's always either he wants to get stronger or somebody wants him to get stronger. So they're yeah. going to train him.
1: Yeah. yeah. And so I find it very interesting, the sort of cyclical nature of of the afterlife in in Dragon Ball. In many ways, I think in Dragon Ball, like the afterlife is very um, Christian, right? There's the hell, there's the heaven, and there's the limbo where they get judged, which is the other world, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I found that very interesting, but because of the nature of the show and sort of how they always, you know, you, you can sort of bring them back, there's also a sort of like, a reincarnation-ish sort of aspect to it hmm. that I also find very interesting, right? Okay. Because it's like you, you learn from the mistakes you had in sort of like your previous life, and you always come back in the same body as being the same person, but you're not the same, right? There, there's some change that happened in between when you were dead and when you came back to life.
0: Hmm. I mean, sort of, not necessarily. Yeah. Like when, when Vegeta and Frieza have come back, there was no change whatsoever. (laughs) They were just dead and pissed and training and then they came back and they were the same exact person.
1: Well, it, could it be because the hell is not a good learning environment? Well, I think
0: so this this kind of this reminds me of uh, the prison system <laughs> yeah right it's like mm-hmm. uh, I don't think in Dragon Ball hell isn't about reform mm-hmm. or rehabilitation yeah it's about punishment right yeah. it's like this, this is what you this is what you get for how you were yeah and and so you know Frieza's being tortured Vegeta too to an extent right but so they're just they're just there you know they're just, and I mean it's funny because I think that there have been times when they're dead and then they're just waiting around to be revived because they know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that someone will eventually find the Dragon Balls and bring them back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I'm not. I'm, I can't Google this right now. I don't know if you if you're able to. I can't. I mm-hmm. can't. Uh, I don't have access uh, to a computer easily at the moment. So, but I think that Boo mm-hmm. in is like, killed right at the at the end, but then when there's this time jump in the final episode of Dragon Ball Z, I think Oob is the reincarnation of Boo. Yes, I th- that's true. Right? Yeah. Isn't that the way they word it? Right?
1: Yeah, I remember reading that as well. Yeah.
0: So I think that's the only reincarnation that I can remember. Yeah. Because. I don't remember anybody else coming back in, like, in that way. You know, like, people people have souls, and then they go to the afterlife, and then that's it. There isn't, like... I don't remember there being a, a revolving door where people come back and do actually reincarnate.
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm. hmm. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then Oob is, like, pretty pure, right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: He's supposed to be,
0: like, this really, like... Th- the goodness in Boo,
1: mm-hmm.
0: although the Boo that survives is like good,
1: mm-hmm.
0: also right. It's like they only—it's the evil Boo that they that they kill because he split into two at the end. Yeah, it's also been a while since I watched that, but I, I think that's accurate. Yeah. Not that this any any of this has to make sense, right? This is just one example of of the afterlife and how these and, and these rules that they like. We don't know what happens, yeah. But it's it's to me, it's really fun to imagine it. And I don't know. I have my own, you know, beliefs about about this stuff, informed by many different things. But it's is cool it, to see this version.
1: Is it is it safe to talk about what our own beliefs might be? I'm 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 down. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Tell me tell me about yours. Uh, so
0: I'm not I'm not one hundred percent on board with uh, my own ideas, but where I'm at right now mm-hmm. <laughs> is the existence of some sort of uh, metaphysical consciousness that lives on beyond mm-hmm. our own body. And therefore, if something is able to live on beyond this, uh, form, then I believe in some form of, uh, I don't, I don't know what the word would be. (laughs) Yeah. So I believe in, in another, I believe in multiple lives, basically, Mm -hmm. through a transference of, a consciousness of some sort. Yeah. And I don't, I don't believe like, and it's not limited to uh, human, like I'm a human being right now. And then next time I'm going to come back as another human being. Yeah. I think it's way broader than that. Like, I think that next time I can come back as a alien on a different planet, 5,000 years in the past, like to me, I think it's like once you, once you, once you go into that state of consciousness, like pretty yeah. much there are no rules, but, but, uh, what you're looking for is experience. So mm-hmm. there's a consciousness that is, that is able to have different types of experiences.
1: So fascinating.
0: Yeah. So I'm, I'm even open to the idea of like coming, you know, like come back as a flower, as a butterfly or something like mm-hmm. that. But I think it, I'm, I'm thinking way bigger than that.
1: Yeah, it's like the universe is sort of exploring itself through Netflix. A Netflix of experiences, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Every time hmm. it's drawn out of one experience, it it, it chooses another or yeah, maybe hmm. is attracted to another. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like the only way to to experience is to take a form. And so you can take other forms.
1: Mhm.
0: Yeah. That's, that's what I believe. And that's based on studying multiple religions and multiple philosophies over, uh, you know, my entire life and seeing things that a lot of people had in common, a lot of different religions. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the idea that I've settled on and I feel very comfortable with. Yeah. So in many ways, there's a finality to, to life. Like a lot of people talk about like, well, you only get one life. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that way. Yeah, like I, I, there are decisions that I make that someone might think like, oh, well, it makes sense. You don't want to do that because you don't want to die. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing that because I don't want to feel pain. (laughs) Okay. You know, I rarely think about the fact that like, oh man, nope, this is the one shot I've got. I better, I better take care of this body or I better take care of this or I better not do this other thing because Mm -hmm. I'll never get another chance. I don't, I don't believe that at all. Mm hmm. I also don't believe in a in an afterlife in the sense that I don't believe in a in a in a place where people go yeah. once they die. I don't believe that the soul goes up to heaven or hell or anything even similar to that. I think the universe is the universe and yeah. like like existence is existence. <laughs> yeah, there's, <laughs> there's, there's there's a, a single
1: uh, dimension. Like like there's a single like there's no like other other universe
0: ah uh, no i'm i'm not I'm also not against uh like mm-hmm. I believe that within existence there may be uh multiple universes in the in the in the scientific sense okay that get, that gets more you know that, that gets more complicated but yeah. but I don't believe that there's a room where you get sent to when you die
1: okay okay
0: <laughs> yeah that's no. that's
1: fair that, not necessarily a dimension you travel to by dying. Exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: A land of the dead. I don't, I don't believe in that.
1: Yeah. I find it very interesting that you, when, when you're talking about your beliefs, you say that you, you've sort of constructed this belief by sort of miss, like matching a lot of other beliefs and a lot of like philosophical, like theory mm-hmm. that you've acquired throughout your life to sort of custom built something that you personally can believe in with your experiences right
0: sort of sort of i don't i don't feel like i designed this as much as i found it
1: okay yeah i understand like i found
0: this within other ideas you yeah. know i don't think there's any idea that i have here that's original yeah it's it's just it's
1: there but there may be borrowed pieces yeah you're correlating the contents of what you've learned <laughs> right? yeah Yeah, Interesting, because when I was doing sort of like a little bit of research for this episode, I was thinking like, hmm, what do they believe in Japan, right? And I know that's like a very like, you're going to like run into a stereotype at some point, right? Because obviously any nation is built of like a variety of people with different beliefs, right? But in terms of like, you know, making a bell curve, right? what is generally believed in Japan? And I had a super hard time finding an answer to that because the truth is that Japan throughout history has been exposed to many cultures, right? Mm-hmm. There's like Shintoism and then they had an influx of Buddhism and Confucianism and Hinduism. And then, right, the Western world came in and and, and there's, there's Christianity that it's not, for example, my experience as a Puerto Rican is that once the Spaniards came in here, they they pretty much instituted Catholicism as the main religion, right? They pretty yep. much like destroyed mo- most of like the culture and history and replaced it with their own to the point where I can sort of like confidently say that Puerto Ricans is composed mainly of like Catholic Christians, right? Uh yeah.
0: I think the I think the foundation, you know, yeah, I think definitely in a
1: in a bell curve sort of way, right? Like <laughs> okay. the, yeah. the great majority is gonna sort of sit there with with varying degrees of like committedness to that, right? <laughs> there's gonna yeah. be a lot of people who are gonna say like, I'm Christian, but when you sort of ask them for like to elaborate on that, it's just like I don't know, I've just been Christian all my life. Right? Yeah,
0: I, I think there's I think that there's a when it comes to death and dying, I think that there's there's a, a biblical mm-hmm. uh, mindset, right? It's like yeah, it's limited exactly. to the, the ideas in the Bible, mm-hmm. the Christian Bible. So yeah, yeah.
1: It, I find it very interesting that in Japan it's a lot harder to sort of like pinpoint that because so many cultures have influenced their spiritual and religious beliefs that uh, at some point it just became an amalgam, right? of a lot of different beliefs, and they're sort of more exploratory and independent, much in the same way that you correlate those contents of, of like philosophical and religious belief that you've acquired, I think Japan as a culture does that. And I think that's, that's part of why we see this sort of diversity of afterlives in anime. I think that's that's a personal sort of like statement I'm making that I think that's sort of part of what's responsible for why we have this sort of diverse ideas of, you know, what happens after you die in anime, because as a culture, they explore it more, more like diversely than perhaps more Western cultures that are like, had Christianity sort of forcefully instituted? Yeah,
0: like, even the idea of reincarnation is introduced conceptually in the Bible, mm-hmm. right? It's like, in a, in a way, right, like, there's an expectation that, well, I mean, Jesus rose from the dead, one, mm-hmm. right? And then, so, like, that's possible, and then mm-hmm. there's also like, oh, he's going to come back. Like he, he ascended into heaven and he'll come back. So that's like a, a way, that's a different way, but that's, that's also exclusive true. to him, right? Like according to the Bible, it's, he's the only one that can do that.
1: Yeah, that's that's very interesting. I've never actually concep- conceptualized like Jesus Christ's second coming as something like reincarnation, Like, but yeah. it makes so much sense that that's, pre- that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Why so, wouldn't
0: he come back the second time? Like he did the first time. I mean that some people see it that way. Others see it like he's going to like come down from heaven, you know, like float down. Yeah. And then, and people are, oh, I haven't, I haven't studied revelations in a long time, but I believe like it's in waves and the first wave of people, like their bodies are just going to disappear. Yeah. And then their souls go up too. It's
1: Yeah. There, there's, there's, there's a lot of stages, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But all of that is, it's like that, that's a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not like, psh, you know, like that's going to happen so many times. That's like, yeah, it's, it's not that it, like it's going to happen to me. Right? Uh but well there's definitely a finality to it, mm-hmm. right? Like who whenever it happens, it's going to happen once and that's mm-hmm. your one shot. Um and and, and if that, if that doesn't happen then, you know, you're playing by the regular rules that you you die and you either go to heaven or hell. Yeah.
1: That's it. That's yeah. true. Interesting. Damn. So, so, what are your beliefs,
0: if you don't mind sharing? So,
1: in like, I think, in a nutshell, I'm a very philosophically materialistic person. I personally believe that when we die, practically all of that constitutes our consciousness goes with our biological matter, right? So, it the the earth sucks it in. All the neuronal connections that made our personalities and made us who we are practically become fodder for, for nature, right? So I think in a way, it's like our consciousness is, is dissolved by death. So I think there's, it's a complete like void finality that when we die, there's nothing else after that, right? At least that we can experience or that our, our consciousness could ever have access to. Um. So it's it's a it's a scary, frightening sort of concept to sort of grasp with. It, it fills me with a sort of like existential dread, but at the same time, like a death-positive hope that you know, with our limited time, we can we should do something with it. It's we shouldn't like it, it's sort of like a reminder, like a, a memento mori. I think is the the term we use. For, like, you know, remember you're going to die, so, like, make the most of the life that you have right now. And that's that's pretty much it. Because it's so, like, matter-of-factly, there's really not much to add to it other than, you know, I think everything, like, my consciousness ends at death. That's pretty mm. much it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So how... Like tying this back
0: to like my Dragon Ball example, right? I didn't mm-hmm. say this at the beginning, but I think it, it it's probably obvious by now uh, from the explanation, but, but I'll, I'll try to tie all, <laughs> all yeah, this yeah. together, which is that uh, I love seeing these characters like mm-hmm. sacrifice themselves or go to the limit and do all these crazy shit mm-hmm. knowing that they can come back. Like death is just a thing that happens, mm-hmm. but it's not the end and yeah. that affects their actions that affects the way that they live their lives
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and that's the way it is for me i'm afraid of pain and i'm afraid of i see it as a reset mm-hmm. right and i see i see all of this as as an investment like imagine a library
1: mm-hmm. and
0: every life and every existence is a book yeah i don't i don't uh I don't love one book less because I have 500 of them in, the, in, in on this bookcase, yeah. you know? Like, I, I love this one book and I want to make it the best freaking book possible. Mm-hmm. And then maybe next time there will be, it'll be just as good or even better, you know? Yeah. Or just different because I already did that and I want to do something else. Yeah. Now, what, what, I, what I wouldn't bet money on, uh, per, like, I, I, I can't commit, let's put it this way, to memory
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and how that all works, right? Yeah. Because our our understanding of memory is based on the brain.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. The the human brain and the limitations of it. Mm-hmm. But I believe that there's an awareness that goes that our brain can't necessarily comprehend. So
1: yeah,
0: I like the idea that there is this super hard drive consciousness that is soaking all of this in, but still like has some kind of input, but I, I can't, I'm not really aware, you know, yeah. there's something way bigger and that all of this is adding to it. So when, once this vessel is done, I get to like, you know, have full access and then go out and then play. I like, I like your Netflix example in a way, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think like it, there's, I, there's
1: like a greater, like, like complete, an utter entity that, that experiences, right? Well, well, I, I like, I like your, your Netflix
0: example, but I think a more appropriate one to what what I'm thinking is, uh, like playing a different type of video game. Mm-hmm. It's like, Oh, now I'm in a third person game where, um, like it's a dark souls game, you know, and like yeah. now my next game is a Zelda game. My next game, my next life is way more like a, like a driving simulator yeah. <laughs> where I don't have legs and I don't have eyes and I don't actually, you know, like my body is metallic and I'm limited, um, in terms of my movement. And now this is my existence and this is my experience. And then once I'm done with that, I would go into another completely different type of experience. Where it's because it's active, you know, and it's like, okay, well now I'm, I can shoot lasers or I, you know, Mm -hmm. jump, fly, whatever.
1: Yeah. Now this is, this is a very interesting game that we can play right now. Imagine Mm -hmm. you're watching Dragon Ball, like Dragon Ball, right? Yeah. And Goku dies, right? Yeah. But the afterlife is not the Dragon Ball afterlife. It's your conception of the afterlife. How do you think that would change the events that happen, like you can still bring them back to life, right? With Dragon Balls,
0: okay, okay. But
1: how do you think that would change the story? Ooh, okay, okay. So,
0: I'm sure there's some fanfic that actually follows through with this, <laughs> but I, I've re—I've actually read um, uh, ideas for people where they're like, "Oh well," um, or actually. Or am I confusing with part of ideas that they presented in GT? Mm-hmm. Well, there's something like, okay, well, what if like Goku became the next Shenron, mm-hmm. you know? Like he could be, he could be the dragon, you know? He could mm-hmm. be something else. Uh, in Dragon Ball Super, they explore multiple universes and you see many, many different races of, of beings, you know? Mm-hmm. Of uh, species and, and different uh completely different looking people you know mostly humanoid uh but like some are more like robots mm-hmm. and some are like slimy and some are like furry you know like there's all these different things that you could be so i think in, in the world of dragon ball z uh if they weren't if they weren't limited by the corporeal form Right, then they could. I guess they could just, you know, have different forms. Maybe even like evolve greater than because there, there are different levels of gods in mm-hmm. that in that show, right? Like we, we get to like in Dragon Ball Super, we basically meet the creator slash god slash omnipotent yeah. omniscient being. Mm-hmm. But then you also like you also find out that there's like one in each multiverse, and mm-hmm. then you know, um, <laughs> I don't know. There, there, there's some there's some cool ideas there. Uh, But I think that there's another similarity here in that, like, Goku uh, is, like, his energy level and his stuff isn't so much tied to his body. Because he loses his body, and then they, like, they give it back to him, and then he he gets stronger and stronger, right? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And he keeps training, and they don't really, I don't think that they... Now that I think about it, I'm not sure if they if they settle on the idea that it's his body that's super powerful, or if it's his soul, or if mm-hmm. it's you know like if it if it's or Goku it's or if it's his saving body. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that there's ever really that much of a a, a specific conversation about that, but yeah. he is losing his body, given back his body, right? Or or like the body that he had at that moment. I think is is the way it's framed, and then he can continue to trade it up. And yeah. he continues to train it always beyond its limits, so I'd like to think that with every experience that i I'm able to experience it it makes that body soul slash consciousness better stronger I in think some way
1: maybe it's maybe it's more like he he has to train his body and mind like parallel, right every time that he does that thing where he he goes like on that shuttle that that increases gravity, right? Um <laughs> I I think Barry, like obviously he's training his body at that moment, right? But it's yes. it's it's to sort of accommodate certain things that I don't think those pushups help him sort of achieve the next Super Saiyan level, right? Because it's an energy, right? Yeah. It's his energy level that's
0: nine thousand. It's not yeah, his body level. Exactly. So
1: I think <laughs> It's sort of that thing where, much like in My Hero Academia, like you have to train your body in order for it to accommodate the changes that your spirit goes through. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like I don't think like without those push-ups, his body could withstand a a super saiyan whatever. Right. Like that's ah, maybe the way that I that I could conceptualize it.
0: Yeah. 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 No. No. I get it. I get it. It's like okay. It's like he's so powerful but he still needs to also train that body to be a vessel mm-hmm. to channel all that power.
1: Yeah. Hmm. hmm. Hmm.
0: So, Oh, so that would be like, if, like if I had to train my body now in this life mm-hmm. better, which actually, which this is something that I believe, um, but I could, I could train, to be more in tune with this consciousness that i 'm talking about, which mm-hmm. is something that i one hundred percent believe it's something mm-hmm. that i've that i 've i've tried to develop at different times in my life, and I think it has been for the better through mm-hmm. things like meditation and physical practice uh, i've been able to achieve um, a feeling a sense of i don't i don't know how to describe it's like i'm not i'm not powerful mm-hmm. right i'm not um there isn't like an energy level spike, but I think that there is some sort of knowledge and, and acquisition, you know, mm-hmm. of, of, um, understanding that can, that can come from that kind of practice. Yes. Like people talk about enlightenment, right? Like the Buddha was able to achieve enlightenment. Mm-hmm. Like, what does that mean? You know, like a part of me believes that he's like super in tune with that universal consciousness that. Like he took his body to a level where he was able to tap into that. And mm-hmm. Jung talks about like the universal unconscious, uh, uh, no, the, the collective unconscious mm-hmm. and this idea that all information is shared. Mm-hmm. And I've also studied different ways and techniques to kind of tap into that. And mm-hmm. there are different religions, right? That are like, Oh yeah, there's there are universal energies and flows and, and different things that there are different ways that you can um, tap into it and harness it. And, there's a lot out there that i think they're talking about very similar ideas yeah. and maybe maybe it is like 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 goku developing his body to to reach this next level of power mm-hmm. his body needs to be ready and maybe our mind and body need to be ready to be able to tap into this thing yeah. now of course this is all my philosophy right this is this is these are the my belief system
1: i think it doesn't really stray far from my belief system in the sense that i believe that because I think there is no distinction between mind and body in my, in my philosophy. Your body is the only
0: difference is that, that when you die, then your progress is lost. And yeah. I believe that you save it and like, just continue.
1: Yeah. But what what I'm also saying is that I think that part of when you say that, you know, like adopting new physical practices and like meditation is a sort of way for somebody to, because your body is the way with which you experience the world, understanding your body and testing its limit and sort of becoming in tune with it is a primary way to sort of achieve different levels of, of cognition, of different levels of of emotional truths, right? It's It's a certain knowledge that you acquire from understanding the vessel that you're in. I think that's that's sort of how I would conceptualize it.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: So I yeah, mean, this- ultimately the, the psychology and mental health part of, of
0: this conversation, I, I think for me, I, I don't know for you, but it's like okay, so those are all the belief systems we, we've kind of put them and like we framed them. Mm-hmm. I get yours. I, I hope you understand mine. Yeah. And it's like, well, how does that affect the way you live your life, right? And and, mm-hmm. and like you said, for you that means, oh shit, this is. I've got one ticket. I'm gonna make this one count. I'm gonna do the best that I can.
1: Yeah. This
0: is and, and that influences some of your decisions. Where to me, it influences the decisions and my decisions in, in a different way. And I'm like, well, I don't, I don't believe this is my one ticket. Mm-hmm. But this is, but it's like a long ticket. I like the one that I'm in now. Yeah. So I'm gonna, and I believe that I'll, I'll be able to record it and save it and have access to it later. You know. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it awesome because. I'm going to take it with me when I'm done.
1: Yeah. I mean, like just because there's like a continue, so as to say, like, or, or like a different, a a different video game you can play. It doesn't mean that you don't want to enjoy the one you're currently playing to the fullest. Now this is
0: me, right? Because someone else with similar beliefs could just be like, whatever, I'm nothing that I do matters because i'll have another chance actually this one sucks i'm just gonna check out yeah you know like there's there's different ways that this could affect your way of thinking and i think that religion and your um like cosmology that you know the way you see the world and and how everything connects affects the way that you obviously see the world but it 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 can affect your actions
1: i think maybe you know those two views that you just explained are not mutually exclusive Because while in this life you might say, you know, I'm, you know, I want to enjoy it to the fullest. Perhaps the experiences you live in a second life might push you towards, you know, suicide, towards giving up on this particular sort of iteration of life. Right? It could.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, like, you know, I'm, I'm not really thinking about the next one because I, I honestly don't know. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I'm also open to the possibility that I may be wrong. But I'm I'm pretty comfortable with with this one. But I see how other people, with a similar with similar ideas with similar beliefs, could think you know think completely different. And now I'm, I'm in a particular stage of my life where this is the the way I'm choosing to do things. But like like if we were talking about euthanasia, like that affects my my beliefs on on those things too. You know, like oh, if I was really sick and I was older, like how do these beliefs also influence the way that I see I think we've talked mostly about how how it affects my life right but at mm-hmm. that point then we're talking about how it would, it would actually affect uh, the idea of death
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah ladies and gentlemen this was Dragon Ball Z got this conversation started and got us to here to euthanasia. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, though, going back to the question on, on Dragon Ball, right? And what would happen if, if your sort of view of the afterlife was represented in Dragon Ball? Let's say that um, Goku dies and his his sort of consciousness uh, sort of leaves, and, and and now it's living in the experience of another person, right? And then the main character sort of bring Goku back to life. What would happen then? Like, is that mutually exclusive? Would, would the experience that he's currently living cease to, like, die right there in the moment so that he could come back to sort of Jesus? Uh, I said Jesus. Goku. Goku is Jesus, everyone. <laughs> so um, <laughs> back to Goku's sort of experience? Or how do you think that would work out?
0: Uh okay let me see if i understand what you're saying mm-hmm. so he would die mm-hmm. and then they're wishing him back mm-hmm. to being goku mm-hmm. but he's already somebody else afterward yeah oh oh well that's easy i mean uh if i were writing this story yeah, I would simply have him have uh, you know his new memories and his old ones in mm-hmm.
1: one body. Interesting. Boom. Yeah, damn, that changes. I mean, everything. I don't, I don't
0: believe that's the way it works necessarily. Mm-hmm. Because, so because I'm limited by the current experience. Like I'm limited in the sounds that my mouth can make by the human mouth that I have right now. So I'm limited by the human brain that I have to the ideas that I currently have. So I'm only really able to conceptualize this in the in the sense of a human coming back as another human, having multiple memories, and then coming back into one body, right? But my beliefs are that uh, like the human body can't really handle multiple lives memories properly is something mm-hmm. i've thought about a lot like the human brain uh like how much can it store really mm-hmm. like even if we live longer even if we if we live 500 years how much could we really remember because it's it's limited right Their <laughs> hard drive is limited to a certain extent and there's a, honestly there's which i think has something to do with a a type of consciousness there's certain information that we don't even care to remember you know mm-hmm. It's like you're, you're constantly making room for stuff. Uh, sure, some sometimes you throw out something that you didn't want to throw out, <laughs> but yeah. you push it back farther, farther enough, and it's like, well, you know, I can't really. It's too far to reach, so it's basically forgotten. Yeah. But you know, so maybe in Dragon Ball, to take this game to its extreme, right, to actually play your game, John, uh, I would, I would wish for Goku back with a better brain. <laughs> <laughs> so that he could hold all that information.
1: <laughs> interesting. Interesting. That's his next form. That's, that's his final form. Yep. Two headed. <laughs> <laughs> oh thing-
0: shit. Fusion. Like the way fusion works fusion is actually this combination of two people. Yeah. Right. And their it's experiences. A, it, it's a joining of mind and body.
1: Yeah. They,
0: their identity, they become a different person, right? They, they take on a different name.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Hmm, their body changes everything, huh? Hmm. There's also this part of it. There's like uh, like a resonance to it where you have to do it in a particular way to achieve the optimum outcome. Yeah. It isn't a one plus one equals two. Like you can add Goku plus Vegeta and end up with you know like this goofy, chubby, you know, not super strong, not good fighter. Yeah. But if you do it, if you if you do it just right. You add the the same ingredients in a different way, boom! You have the you have ultimate to, fighting machine.
1: Yeah, you have to lock in like the the puzzle pieces, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get me started on like resonance
0: and harmonic resonance and the universe and all that stuff. That's a whole other. <laughs> that's a whole other podcast.
1: Yeah, th- that's in our next episode, everyone. Yeah, resonance and Her- no, <laughs> is resonance.
0: it is it is that our next episode?
1: Not really. <laughs> I, I have an idea of what it could be.
0: Um, okay. Okay.
1: Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I
0: think this has been a great illustration of using something like, and I'm surprised we didn't even we barely touched any other anime. Yeah. Oh, excuse me, but uh, just using the way that Akira Toriyama, you know, looked at at life and death, and how it affected those characters. I don't know. I think it 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 definitely made it easier to have this conversation like we had a starting point where I could kind of introduce you know some of my ideas and i like I can really relate to the to the way that these heroes are willing to live their lives yeah. and do certain things in a certain way uh, because of because of the rules of life and death in that world, mm-hmm. and I don't know for sure, but if i if I play by those rules you know i I can. It, it does affect me, right? Like I believe in those rules and so it affects the way that I that I live my life and I make certain decisions.
1: Yeah. Interesting. I mean, if, the funny thing is that in my conceptualization of death, in Dragon Ball, every time Goku dies and somebody brings him back, he's like right at the moment where he died. So he's... He, what do you mean he's right at the moment where he died? Well, I, let's say that he gets cut cut in half. He'll, he'll sort of like wake up feeling like he was just cut in half right with the, the memories of like what wait, happened wait, wait, just wait. just before that happened
0: no but in dragon ball like he can no because he, he lives he he continues to live he's right. always he like he dies and then he continues to live in the afterworld and he continues no, to train and he travels
1: I, i'm talking about my conceptualization of, oh of if you oh if it were right. if they
0: followed your rules yeah you're exactly. saying exactly Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Right, right. Oh, right, right. So in that case, it would be they would turn him off and yeah. then turn him on again.
1: Yeah. And it's, I, I think it's interesting because I think part of these arcs where where they have to spend time in the other world, there's there's a, a degree of like introspection where where they also get to see what's happening below. Right. In like our world. And a degree of like, you know, I would. I would disagree that it's
0: introspection. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more. You why, know, it's would, a, why would you
1: I say? Don't I don't know. Like I, I think of introspection as like looking at yourself and looking inward, right? And no, I'm saying that they, those two things happen simultaneously, right? Okay. You're, you look down at the world, but at the same time, you're you're looking down. You're looking at yourself and and the sort of situations that brought you to your current state, right? Like you have the memories of. What happened before you died right so you have that time to sort of like maybe like mourn whatever happened before you died like ah damn i just lost to this person and uh, i wasn't there to protect everyone but you know this moment that i'm here in 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 the other world i can sort of see things with a bit more perspective right with with a broader perspective because you can sort of see... Liter-
0: Literally a different point of view.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, right?
0: Because you're not there.
1: <laughs> Whereas if, if, you were, if your consciousness were to disappear the moment you die, when you wake up, you're right at that moment where you, you are at your most excruciating pain, I would say, right? Um, so you don't have that time to sort of gather yourself before you come back to life.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and yeah. and dealing with that can be very difficult. Could be. Mm-hmm. You said can. I don't know. If- <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it could. I be. haven't tried it. I, <laughs> have you? Perhaps. <laughs> haven't you been brought back to life, what, what What's going on here? I've gone to sleep and come back, but uh, Th- does nobody it. love you enough to collect like Dragon Balls for you? No, <laughs> <laughs> never <laughs> happened. <laughs> Damn. I had so yeah. many anime examples, but I think like we just milked the hell out of Dragon Ball. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna go into Yu Yu Hakusho mm-hmm. yeah, and other yeah. shows, but I think we can we can table that for for future discussions, right?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's your turn.
1: Yeah, there's nothing else you'd like to do, sort of bring up about death in the afterlife. Listen, I purposefully. Did not
0: think about the subject very mm-hmm. much before this conversation, and instead just looked at other anime examples. And mm-hmm. I ended up bringing up none of the other examples and going <laughs> way deeper into my own uh, beliefs and the parallels and how I relate to to freaking Goku and his friends on Dragon Ball Z in ways that I did not expect to happen. So I yeah. have nothing else. to, to, I'm very satisfied with this conversation. (laughs) I have nothing else to contribute
1: to. We are both (laughs) very, very satisfied. Okay. (laughs) So um, one thing I wanted to bring up during this conversation, and I think that we can sort of like make it as a sort of segue for our next one, is I find it very interesting how there's this, there's this connection in many religions and many spiritual beliefs that death is like intrinsically like connected to justice or to to ethics right the The Christian understanding of death makes it so that good people are are rewarded and bad people are are punished right Some particular like Buddhist understanding of reincarnation, says that the quality of the life you lead sort of determines what your next reincarnation will be, right? I find it very interesting that that we sometimes sort of adjudicate death. This sort of like whatever happened in life will be sort of paid back in death. And so I don't, I don't
0: agree. I don't know.
1: <laughs> you you don't agree that it's that it's something that, that is seen across cultures or or or, or beliefs. Uh well,
0: t- sort of, sort of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying I personally don't yeah, don't prescribe it, to. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. But I found that very interesting. I I also personally don't, you know, prescribe to that as well. But I wanted to sort of segue into maybe a discussion on, on ethics, on the nature of good and evil, or, or on judgment. Right? How how we make these judgments, these ethical judgments, that. That how how do we determine whether something is good or bad, and whether it deserves a a particular punishment or, or 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 a particular reward, right?
0: Okay, so you want the next round to
1: be on good versus evil, good, evil, ethics, and yeah, everything in between, right? Well, that's okay. I'm trying to narrow it down a little bit because that's so. I think it's judgment. I think that's judgment. the best way okay. to to, okay. to narrow it down, right? So, like, it's uh, how do like, we make uh, these judgments?
0: Okay, okay, okay,
1: mm-hmm. okay. Uh, using
0: what examples?
1: I wanted to use one example that I was going to use for this one, which is uh, Death Parade. You, death I think you've okay. already seen an episode. I fell um, asleep
0: halfway through, so I guess I got to watch the other half. <laughs> yeah, you got to watch
1: the other half, man. It's very okay. important. Um, okay. I think it's going to be very interesting. I think we, we can definitely have those discussions. Like earlier we talked about the prison system and how hell sort of functions that way where it's not uh, the 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 main goal isn't rehabilitation but rather punishment yeah and you know what's fair what isn't i think it's very interesting it's very complex and it's it's worth exploring and i think death parade will make a very good sort of beginning for that discussion do you have anything you think you could also apply to that topic i'll bring it up next time i don't know (laughs) okay interesting okay
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. 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 Yeah, I can't think of a show right now. Or any example. That isn't The Good Place. Uh, I can't think <laughs> of an anime. <laughs> hmm.
1: Hmm. Something that works with evil and good and and what happens.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, again, it's yeah. the it's this idea, the judgment idea, right? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. It's a
1: I mean Yeah, I mean, that's the next episode. We'll do <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Thank you for listening to another episode of Otaku Ryoho. If you want to contact us, you can contact us in the Twitter. We have our Twitter handles in the comments. You can contact us in our Discord or in the forums and you can find links to all of those in, down in the in the show notes. You can if you want more episodes, you can go to otaku.geektherapy.com and you know, subscribe, send us reviews on, on iTunes if you like this. And thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.